0: To episode 215 of the Metadealers 2 podcast. This podcast features myself, Ben. And I am David. And we just watched
1: The Power of the Doctor. Jody Whitaker has it's regenerated all it's and all over, man. is no longer Doctor yeah. Who. Aptly, aptly named Power of the Doctor. Well, I guess so. I guess there is a bit of regeneration
0: energy. Uh, oh, quite a maybe, bit. Maybe, yeah. Quite a bit. Yep, regeneration energy is the key key aspect. Um so yeah, uh yeah, we'll we'll just dive
1: straight in. Yeah, it's not often that any of our predictions uh come come to pass in a story, but I want to give you kudos there for yeah, predicting Boney M's "Ra rah Rasputin being uh, central to the
0: yeah. story. So, are you aware of Boney M in general?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I had to learn about Boney M with the Movellans. Oh, of course.
0: I'm not sure Boney M have penetrated a lot to the United States.
1: No, I think they're mostly a European thing.
0: They're actually a German group. They're from Germany. Which accounts for the weirdness of the whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah, because singing, singing a song about Rasputin is not... Yeah, um, yeah. Not... It was an odd choice. It was an odd choice. Yeah, yeah. It was an odd choice, but as led. I'm, I'm sure Rasputin is far more popular than he ever uh, had any right to be, simply through the medium of Boney M. So, um,
1: Yeah, not really pop music material.
0: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's hard to know where to begin, to be honest, with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda, I watched this with my lovely wife, Amanda, and after the, the kind of pre-credit sequence of the rail mm-hmm. space train incident, um, she said it, there was too much of it and it was going too fast. Uh, um, the
1: train, too many cars, uh, too many carriages?
0: <laughs> uh, no, the, sh- the show in general. The, uh. Both the train itself and the show in general. She said she couldn't really understand what was going on because it was it was too mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. So, But then again, she's a, a woman in her mid-50s, so it possibly isn't aimed at her.
1: Plus we lose right away uh, the
0: audience identification character, uh, Dan Lewis. Yeah, it's, and it is weird actually that I think... Well, um I mean, we've only had Dan for like, Flux. well, I guess all of all of Flux and then yeah. Sea Devils and Daleks, yep, yeah, yeah, yep. So he's not really been on it that long. And uh, I did get the impression that we were just kind of getting rid of Dan because we didn't want to have to write something for him to do.
1: Yeah, it really smacks of poor planning on Chibnall's yes. part, uh not to ease him out at the end of Legend of the Sea Devils or Eve of the Daleks or. Even at the end of Flux, you know, if you weren't going to keep them
0: around. Yeah, exactly. And I think um, in some ways, I think classic who gets a lot of stick for crap companion leavings. So, you know, Ben and Polly just Mm -hmm. kind of aren't there anymore. Dodo wanders (laughs) off. Um, She sends her love. Leela decides to marry someone she's only just met. I think New Who does exactly the same thing. Um, you need to get rid of someone; they just go. Yep, often without fanfare. Um, and I think I think this was a particularly egregious example of a. He was definitely Leland, Um In that, <laughs> yeah. just, I'm just going now. Bye. Yep. Yep. Um, and then we, well, spoiler alert: we do see him again, but only at the very end.
1: Yeah. Can we jump to the end
0: with that support group? <laughs> skip to the end. Let's, yeah. Let's do a. Let's do a space. To skip to the end. Yep. Yeah. All right, and.
1: I just did not buy the Doctor's former companion sitting around in London, probably, in some support group. I
0: just don't buy it. I just don't see it. It seemed, Well, okay, so there's a couple of things. One of which, and this is something Amanda pointed out, and, and I, I think agree, it's really one of the good things about this particular episode, and also about the show in general, and also about the whole companion thing in general, too, is like you get to see old people doing things that only young people are supposed to do on the television. Yeah, yeah. And to see see Ace and Tegan, you know, who are ladies in their... Late 50s? Early 60s, running around, shooting guns, jumping Mm -hmm. out of buildings. um, It's like, whoa, you never see that. So that end scene with the companions, like, wow, maybe they're setting up, you know, as I think as RTD has said, you know, he's he's interested in doing kind of a Doctor Who cinematic universe idea maybe they're setting up you know a bunch of old women go around um the country <laughs> That'd be awesome of, uh, killing aliens um which would be awesome but yes i mean
1: i think i, I could totally I see think... that you'd have uh katie manning nicola bryant yeah. bonnie
0: langford
1: sophie aldred and kate uh,
0: lethbridge so it would be like would be like the Bodie. yeah sure good yeah good. yeah be, and it'd be like the have janet fielding there too yeah yeah exactly it'd be like the professionals or like you know the new avengers yeah but I mean, as you quite rightly are pointing out, if we're going to set up a show where all these old women have an incredible amount of agency and really kick ass across the country, um, the one thing they're not going to be is sitting around in a support group being all sad. <laughs> so I think that no, was just a no. it was a a pretty poor way to bring in some of those older companions. It was good to see William Russell. Oh, yeah. It's always amazing to see Katie Manning. Mm-hmm. I would have put a little bit more money into the pot and got at least one of the New Who companions. Oh, I'm yeah. sure Rory yeah. was available. <laughs> um, Karen Gillan's obviously in Hollywood doing Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I think, um, uh, uh, I'm forgetting her name. She lives in New York now. Um, M- Martha. Martha. Oh, Free Adjaman. Fre- yep, she lives Freeman. in New York. You know, obviously, Billy Pipe is a big star. But anyway, they should have got at least one of them back. Yeah. Because otherwise, it looked like, oh, yeah. right, it's just the really old companions. Yeah. Didn't work for me. Yeah, I just think it would have been better to
1: have something celebratory rather than they're so damaged by their time with the doctor. It I just felt off to me somehow.
0: Yeah, yeah. Could I think? I think celebratory is the right word. It should have been more a party. There should have been standing around, you know, having drinks or something. Or yeah, you know, welcome know, to the club down the pub. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. You know, um, it didn't have to be like like an AA meeting. No. It could have been down the pub. <laughs> I think that would have been. You know, and yeah, Graham was getting the drinks in, and I don't know. Yeah, a party, so, something a party. like that. A party. Yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, you know, so, I mean, if we're talking about Yaz and we're talking about crap. Uh, companion leavings. What what's what's going on with Yaz? It's like okay, bye. I guess
1: the doctor wants to regenerate alone this time.
0: Yeah, but I mean, the doctor's never gotten rid of a companion before a regeneration, really. No, I mean, I mean, I guess new who they, they kind of had, but sort of old style who companions bridged the change in doctors, and that was one of the ways they kind of handled it. And I think you know, if we are trying to build up a strong, loving relationship between the Doctor and Yaz, you know, as partners. I'm not going to say sexual partners because I don't want to think about that, but no, I do. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, 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 all, they're, they're in love. That That's what we've set up. And she just, like, pisses off. I'm like, OK, bye. I'm going to do this. Al- I'm going to stand on a cliff on my own. And you're just going to go away now. And like, there's no kind of discussion or argument or like, why do I have to go? Or like, right. can I can I just come back after you finished? Right. Because the, again, the, the implication is, is like, I'm not going to love you anymore because you probably will change into a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's no, I don't know. It doesn't seem to make any sense to me. Yeah. really. And it was just a bad way of doing it. Uh, I mean, if I was Yaz, I'd be like, yeah, screw you. What, you're just dumping me for no readily apparent reason? So, whatever.
1: Yeah, I just think it was totally off for the series.
0: Yeah, I mean, kill her. She could find another girlfriend, like, in the universe somewhere. Um, I don't know who that would be. So, I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was pretty poor. Mm-hmm. If This is some huge relationship that is really important to just kind of basically just not have it. Um, means that they weren't really serious about that huge relationship to begin with. Um, and, and they uh, weren't. And they weren't. Exactly.
1: Because it was just something Chibnall picked up in yeah. fandom and couldn't stick the landing because he just
0: didn't feel it. And, and again, the other, I mean, you know, Yaz is really, I mean, everyone's really sad, but I don't know. I, and I guess there's precedence for this with, with Tennant. Um, with his kind of victory lap that he does before he regenerates. But, I mean, you know, Jodie, Jody, uh, 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 the Doctor gets zapped by the Master's zapper, falls to the ground, gets picked up by Yaz, taken back into the TARDIS, and then they're fine. Uh, they're fine enough to drop everyone back. Um, they're fine to go and have ice cream on top of the TARDIS yep. and have a little bit of a yep. chat. You know there's, there's, uh, you know, there's no... The regeneration seems to be a choice, yeah, I guess there's a
1: precedence for this because Capaldi staved off his regeneration so he had the entire Twice
0: Upon a Time. Yeah, which was also a kind of a big letdown, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> and I, I, mean I think I've, I've, I've said before, and I, I, I hope you agree with me, the kind of expansion of regeneration is, a, I think, a feature that really started in the 80s with JNT, and I, I really would like regeneration to be far less of a of a big deal. Um I just like okay, I'm someone new new story.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I no. don't think you're going to rebottle that genie at all.
0: No, now it's this great <laughs> long drawn out like and you know the whole episode yeah. was about regeneration. And I'm quite certain, you know, there's going to be a whole another there's going to be a whole like season 3 specials where it's all going to be like whoa ah, ah, regeneration whatever and I, I just find that tedious and too fan wanky and too law based and i'm not interested
1: yeah i guess i've never so. been a big fan of the regeneration stories either because yeah. they're well we're saying goodbye to a doctor that we've grown to love or become accustomed to and then all of a sudden they i guess since the war games they've become bigger and bigger and more impactful and they just seem overly large and excessive and yeah. really it's just a uh, it's just sad i think to see the doctor go and i rather have a smaller story than something that's just bigger and more massive with each regeneration
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously they've made a massive story for this regeneration where they didn't really have to, in my opinion. And I, I, yeah, I, I, again, I'm probably I'm revealing my bias here, obviously, but you know, my ideal regeneration is per we into Baker. It's like, bam, he's different. Okay, now there's a story. Um, he puts on some new clothes, and we have a giant robot to deal with. You know, there was no long. I mean, there was some. There was like five minutes of comedy, and then it's a new Doctor. Deal with it.
1: Yeah, I think it does even one better than Spearhead from Space because it limits the doctor to convalescing for just one episode, and by the end of that first episode,
0: then he's back at it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that's I mean that's just my view. I think it's a piece. It's an it's become a really important piece of. Dr. Who Canon and as you say they're not going to they're not going to throttle back on regenerations anytime soon. No, so they're not going to go back now. They
1: they can't. How can you? You have set the precedent.
0: I mean, we touched on we touched on old companions coming back and it was always it, it was good to see William Russell yeah. actually. He's he's a, you know, a legend.
1: It's, yeah, but I wish Chibnall didn't give Ian the line saying, "Did you say her?" Yeah, well, because that's the same malarkey that Moffat had with uh, the The first First doctor doctor in Twice Upon a Time.
0: Everyone from the 60s is a sexist, which was, I think, a shame. Um, But there you go. Um, what, What do you think of the doctors? Returning.
1: Oh, it was so great to see Paul, Paul McGann. Again. Yep.
0: I just think if
1: you want an expanded universe, Paul McGann is your go to guy. Yep. Just give him four, six, eights. Just give him a mini series. Take one of the big finish companions, either Lucy Miller or Charlie Pollard, and just go for it. Just have him adventure. If you have to have him fight the time war, fight the time war. Just explore, do something. That's you. Just you already have an established doctor. Yep. Just let him loose. Give him a bridge series. Give him a mini series. Just let Paul McGann back on the air as the Doctor. He's brilliant in the role. Yeah. But on the other hand, seeing the '80s Doctors, Davison, Colin Baker, and McCoy, well, I, I think that's okay. It's obviously fan service for the fans of the 1980s. What I really didn't like was. Uh, unfortunately having david bradley reprise his role once again yeah as the first doctor i think it's yeah i think if you're going to do that why not have sean pertwee back and have him do a cameo of his father do uh, you know as the third doctor so yeah it, it seemed odd that you had only these 80s doctors in there and then correspondingly you only have the 80s companions that you can get a hold of and William Russell and Katie Manning to represent the 1970s. Uh, yeah, yeah. Could have had Louise Jameson in there. Fraser Hines, I guess, is in the L.A. Maybe you could have flown him in. Wendy Padbury, I think, is still in the U.K. You didn't have any of the new companions. Tosin Cole... Uh, Ryan Sinclair ghosted this whole production. Obviously, he was either too busy or didn't want to be involved with it. Whatever reason. Right, 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 right. And I guess it touched back on the whole thing with the support group. I'd rather see it be a celebration in this. But I think Chibnall just took on that whole virgin new adventure angst where the doctor entirely messes up your life and you just can't seem to be able to move beyond the time you spent with the doctor.
0: Yeah, the, the the idea that the doctor kind of wrecks your life, which is um, fine, um, but if you keep on going on about it, it's like, well, that's that's not really what we want to hear about. We don't want to hear about the doctor wrecking people's lives. No. We want to hear about no. the doctor saving yeah. people, people's lives. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I agree with you about about Bradley. I think it's a shame that that's now the first doctor. If you see what I yep. mean? Uh, it's kind of it's kind of erasing Hartnell, which yep. is. I mean, understandable, because the guy's dead. But, you know, as you said, why not just recast Pertwee and and Trouton and Baker, to be honest, um, and just have done with it? Right. Uh, I think one thing that... And again, I agree with you, McGann, he looks amazing. His mm-hmm. costume's amazing. They didn't put him in weird robes. Maybe he is going to actually be in a show. I don't know. But I, one idea that came to me is like, well, why not? So one of the things Amanda obviously was distressed by um she couldn't believe how old (laughs) all the doctors had got so we had to quickly go and look at what they looked like when they were young she did she didn't believe it that that was um colin baker but you know okay so that some doctors have got old Mm -hmm. why not have like a young first doctor why not have like recast the the doctor again and have like a young man playing the first doctor or something i don't know i think obviously you know there's a bunch of doctors who for for Reasons we discover later on, Tenant, what wasn't going to be there. They're not going to get Eccleston. I. They really should have tried hard to get at least one of the contemporary doctors in that Edge thing. Because otherwise, again, it looked like the companions. It's like, well, where uh, where is New Who in all this? You know. Well, um, it's
1: purely fan service, and Chibnall being a child in the 1980s but like old, but. but well, he's doing fan service for his peers. Yeah,
0: it's, but it's, it's old person fan <laughs> service. I think what the show missed here is that, you know, we've got 20, you know, getting on for 20 years worth of new fan service. Um, yeah. And, you know, those fans need to be served right. as well. You know, if you were 10 years old in, in 2005, you're now in your early 30s. So, you know, you need to be served as well. And I guess, you know, I mean, obviously math. Matt Smith. though Matt Smith is filming Game of Thrones, but, you know, he's in he's just in Northern Ireland, you know, prancing around on a dragon. <laughs> Bring him back, you know, for 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah, you know, he's available. You know, he's around. Um, just... Yeah,
1: everything is filmed on green screen anyways. That scene was just filmed drop him in. in green screen. Yep. Uh, rent a studio, pay the time, book his fee. And there you yeah. go. You know,
0: why not? And I think Capaldi's been pretty explicit about saying he, he doesn't currently want to be involved. But Matt Smith, they should have got Matt Smith, stick him in a fez, have him say bow ties are cool, uh, and and all the fans are happy.
1: Or you somehow anyway. use vintage footage, you know. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um So anyway, so yeah, and I so I it was good to see them. It's nice to have them involved. I think if we wheel them out, it sounds mean, but I think if we get them in like any you know, any kind of vaguely celebratory episode of this show has to include McCoy, Baker, and Davison, and then Bradley being the first Doctor. It's that's it's just going to be weird and no good.
1: Since Chibnall already brought in the whole brain amorbious idea of prior Doctors, then you cast a whole bunch of new actors as the Doctor and have them appear as cameos. Yeah, they're all just hanging about. You pad out the canonical Doctors. You get Richard E. Grant in there. You get others who've played the role. Yep. Chibnall now has... Earlier regeneration so he just doubles down with earlier doctors. You cast more actors in the role. You have Joe Martin back, for example. Yeah, you know, she has the big scene where all the Cybermen kill each other in a circle with her holograph in the middle. Why not have her being one of the early Doctors talking to herself?
0: Oh God, yeah,
1: yeah. Because when Martin is on the screen, I'm always struck by what might have been. I'm just going, oh, we we missed out. Yeah. Like, yeah. what if Chibnall's time was the doctor yeah. working for the division and exploring that whole aspect of it? Uh, you know, I don't know. It just seems like a wrong turn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I when mean, you boil I mean, down, no, carry on. I think when you boil it all down, I just fundamentally disagree with the narrative direction that Chibnall decided to take Doctor Who. Uh, I think he had a good first idea. Cast a woman as a doctor, way long overdue. Could have happened in the late '70s, early '80s. That's when probably was ripe for it. Uh, fine, we do that. But then what? What? What do you do with the character? I think for the most part, he ignored that his main actor was a woman and what what challenges that would pose for the doctor. Uh, I think for the most part, Chibnall's stories made the doctor really a passive character or not wanting to get. Involved or not trying to find a solution or work around sort of like in Demons of the Punjab. I think even in the finale, she's pretty passive and things are just happening to her so much through her whole tenure, even in this final story. Yeah, she has a little bit of agency at the end, but yeah. not really because she's just a holographic recording. It's not really her there. So I just think it was a misfire on so many levels.
0: Yeah, no, no. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, I think there's a lot. I mean, we could possibly if we, we want to, we could possibly do another whole podcast on the Chibnall era in general. But there's so much wasted here. And I'm just going to go back to your point about Joe Martin. I mean, when Joe Martin strides into that room, just takes charge of that space. It's like, oh, wow. Why was she not the doctor from the very beginning? So much. I mean, you know, Jodie's fine, um, except, you know, they've made her dye her hair blonde. You know, she's a she's a slight, attractive young woman. All good. Um, and she's a good she's a good actor. But I mean, there's so much presence with Joe Martin Um, and there's such a, uh, a kind of a command. And I, I just really, really sorry that, that that's probably the last we're going to see of that doctor. That's a real shame, I think. I you know I agree with you that the Whitaker doctor didn't really have a huge amount to do. Um, I was struck by two things. One, the very end where she's fixing um, uh, vin vinda 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 yeah vinda's spaceship. She you know she says like ah oh, and I love fixing things. Well, yeah. In the very first episode, you love fixing things, and in your very last episode, you love fixing things. You have shown no interest in fixing things. Yeah, I think we only see her fixing things
1: a few times, like uh, the first story, Woman Fell to Earth, with uh, the microwave, and then underneath the car lift in Spyfall, where she's underneath the TARDIS fixing some things, but she should have been MacGyvering up things throughout her entire run.
0: Yeah, exactly. She could have been a MacGyver doctor, and there's little goggles, make her look all steampunk. You know that could have been fantastic, and then the other the other piece of this was the beginning and i i i, I, I can't imme- i can 't remember the exact phraseology, but there was a, the most egregious incident of the doctor looking at a thing and then describing that <laughs> thing exactly to us um after we all yeah. just seen her looking at it it's like stop doing that there's just a waste of everyone 's time, and it's a waste of your words. I think it's something like you know the the child is attached to the planet it's like yes, we can see the child. And we can see that the child is attached to the planet. Good. All right. Now what? So, anyway. Um, so, disappointing there, I'm afraid. Uh, and, I mean, there's, uh, there's, if we we're going to kind of sum up the Chibel era, it's like wasted opportunity, wasted opportunity, wasted opportunity. Um, In a word, there's rudderless. Rudderless, wasted <laughs> opportunity. Um I have a few more. Obviously, we're not at the end of the podcast yet, but I've got a few more kind of random comments. Going back to Companions again, here's a great relationship that should have happened, Ace and Graham. Yeah,
1: that's your expanded universe spin-off series right there, the Ace and Graham adventures.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Graham is John Steed. <laughs> Ace is Emma Peel or something. They have a, like, are they, aren't they going to, you know, get it off? And then at the end of the first series, you know, they fall, you know, they get married or something. You know, it was so good. They, it's really good chemistry between those two actors, I thought. And it was a, the immediate. Amanda and I looked at each other like, wow, those two need to be partnered up. Mm-hmm. I really, really liked the master um, forcing the Doctor to regenerate into him, I thought that I thought that's a nice piece of plotting. I like that, and the whole episode could have been about that. To be honest, um, there was just again, you know, there was way too much going on, and I thought that really well. That really kind of fitted in with kind of the Master's obsession with the Doctor, and also you backstory to kind of earlier Masters. You know, the John Sim Master turning everybody in the world into him. It fitted really, 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 really well. I didn't understand what the whole paintings thing was about. Uh,
1: It just seemed like the master was
0: trying to send a signal. More taunting, I guess. That made literally no sense. They were all really bad photoshops. (laughs) Um, I don't know why it was such a mystery if the art galleries themselves were taking the pictures off the walls. Um, Kate Lethbridge-Stewart seemed to be saying that these pictures had vanished without trace. Well, they haven't been vanished. They've just been taken off the wall, walls because they've got the master written on them. Right. And it's, you'd be very hard-pressed to take The Last Supper down off the wall because it's, it's actually a wall painting. It's not. <laughs> um, it's a fresco, so that can't happen. Um, so that, I thought, and the, the old seismology thing, I guess, fitted into the Daleks' plan. It was, actually, it was good to see the Daleks back. Um, obsessively tunneling down to the centre of the earth, um, which is the thing that they like to do more than anything else. So that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, I always like to see Daleks, um, but there was, was too much, too many people, too many, too many, too many, too much stuff, too too much stuff going on. Um,
1: what did you think of the Daleks calling it the Dalek nation? I was wondering if this was a callback or a nod to terry nation the Dalek nation the terry nation what what do you think
0: there were there were i mean I, 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 there were there were little bits like that all the way through where they were kind of, they were they were doing you know kind of callbacks and I wrote one down but then i i 've lost it <laughs> um but um yeah i mean there were little callbacks through, which i think was nice i mean that's a, a nice a nice piece of writing mm-hmm. i didn't understand and again this is my wife asking me and me not being able to answer her. like were we in 1916 or were we in 2022 um we seem to kind of blur either ends of the 20th century uh, so that that w- that was confusing and to be honest the only re the only reason that we were in 1916 was that Chris Chibnall would be able to play Ra-Ra-Rasputin. There is no other reason.
1: I thought Chibnall might do something with the October Revolution or tie it into flux, having santarins invade Russia or something, but no, nothing.
0: Nope, nothing. I mean, he looks really good as Rasputin. That's a given. You know, it ties into... The master's love of kind of popular music, the Sims master's uh, love of popular music. But again, you know, there was a reason for the Sim master playing the Scissor Sisters, etc. There was no reason for this other than, you know, as everyone knows, Ra Ra Resputin is an amazing song and should be played on every TV show. Um, <laughs> but um, the other thing I couldn't understand is like, has the master replaced the real Resputin? Hmm. Or are we in an alternate timeline where the master is Resputin? don't know i don't know what what happened to the real rasputin does he just come back now Has the master kind of hypnotized him and put him in a box somewhere don't know i don't know know.
1: unanswered questions i think i think the real reason why the master was rasputin is because chibnall wanted to play that bony m track more than anything else i think that was the whole reason and set up that scene where the Dalek and the Cybermen give each other the side eye. That, that that was the whole point of being
0: Rasputin that I could see for for effect. And I think you know. I, and again, I think the fact that that is not explainable and this is again trying to answer my wife's questions um because that's not explicable kind of proves that it's really it's only there so that we can play boney M." Which
1: yeah is, it's know. fine it's yeah. it's a good idea it's a, f- a fine song but come up with a st-
0: come, up, come up come up come yeah. up with a different come up with a come up with a different with a with a with a yeah, different come solution. up with a
1: story idea for why it needs to be set in 1916 really i think chibnall didn't get beyond setting up the gag where the Cybermen and the Dalek stock turn towards each other
0: and like go, what, what? really why are we here again who's this guy again mm-hmm. really are we sure that we but again I mean it's funny but it was like you know it's a throwaway line mm-hmm. which literally makes no sense because a as we know Daleks and Cybermen don't really get on that well and b they don't really share a common psychology and also if they're so keen on you know executing their own plans why are they you know why don't they just i mean rather rather than looking at each other in a kind of quizzical funny way they should have just like exterminated him if <laughs> you know, they think he's crazy and not acting rationally yeah so i have a few thoughts on vinder okay a couple more plot holes okay right oh vinder yeah
1: first off why bring back only vinder was Thaddea Graham the actor who played Bell unavailable? Was this an oversight on Chibnall's part? But why, why Vinder and not Bell? Right. Uh, second off, they left together. Vinder, Bell, and Carvanista were all leaving off in Carvanista's ship, flying around the universe together. Why not bring Carvanista back too? Oh it, yeah, they've still got the costume. I guess he was tracking down the quirks uh through the wormhole and that was an intersection again with the doctor but it's just so messy. Yeah. It just seems like it was made without really and without an outline or a plan on what you were going to try to do.
0: Yeah, I, yes, I agree. It it is a whole mess of a story and it's unnecessary. You know, he needs a, he needed an editor or something. I mean, it's like I mean, it, you know, it's like um I don't know. It's like Bob Baker and Dave Martin submitting one of their insane <laughs> stories to Terrence Dix. And Terrence Dix went, fine, yeah, we'll just do that. Yeah, I'm not going to edit that at all. They've got no notes. Yeah, the, no. the, the brigadiers flying around on a gi- in a giant skull for some reason. Yeah, we'll just do it, mate. Fine. Uh, it's, sure. You know, yeah. he, needs, he, yeah. needs an edit- he needs a story editor to tell him, like, that's too much. Yeah. Take half of that out and it'll still just be as good. Write some more dialogue that establishes people's characters. Um,
1: like, you didn't yeah. need the whole
0: cyber-cloning planet, did you? Uh, I don't think so. It was the power source for the reg- for the force regeneration, right?
1: Well, it was where the Quarance was imprisoned, the little girl that the Cybermen took from the space
0: train. Yeah. So that, that wasn't the cyber... There was another cyber-cloning planet?
1: No, it was just the one, but you didn't need the planet itself. You just need the Quarance. You didn't need the whole right. planetary setup yeah what this story felt like was chibnall was sampling from past showrunners greatest hits so the paintings really reminded me of the paintings in the day of the doctor russell t davis had the master race with everyone in the world being the master chibnall decides to do it one better and turn the doctor into the master you have past companions coming back so you you have not just one, but you have two, at least two, and then a whole bevy of them in yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In, a, in a support group. But that that's school reunion there. I mean, really, Chibnall is the master. What the master said is once he destroyed Gallifrey, he plundered all the surviving tech for gadgets and useful devices. And really here, Chibnall is plundering past uh, big episodes and stories for bits and pieces that he can... Uh, salvage or recycle yeah. for Jody Whittaker's regeneration story.
0: Uh, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, how can you? I mean, the, the um, Ashad is, was cloned apparently, but I don't know how you can clone a half robotic creature. I mean, I suppose you clone the, but it wouldn't it wouldn't he then turn into like him full his full self if you cloned like a part of a body? Anyway, maybe the whole thing is yeah.
1: Maybe on Gallifrey they had 3D printerslash photocopier devices.
0: Uh, that's it. I mean, the whole thing is vaguely nonsensical in a way that, uh, all Doctor Who is vaguely nonsensical. But, you know, you can be nonsensical in a satisfying way. And again, I think I'll give you just one example. Um, the Doctor has to regenerate because the Master is like crawling on the ground, has a gun, shoots her as he dies kind of thing i mean that is
1: i think what it was was the master shot the quarks which oh, then that's it, blasted that's the it, which doctor is... or something like that
0: which is like okay that's that's the least satisfying way to do this the very least you know put the doctor's regeneration in the plot in some way but it wasn't it's it
1: could have been a side effect of the forced regeneration that that was too traumatic and the doctor couldn't prevent the real regeneration from happening
0: as usual, 45 minutes into the podcast, we start rewriting it so that it's better. Um, yes, that's a brilliant idea. That would have worked really well. Uh, right. But <laughs> I guess it, it didn't occur to him. No, it, yeah. No.
1: So what did you make of the scene when Yaz met Tegan and Ace? And I think it was Tegan who said, we used to be you, and this is what happens to you. It was very reminiscent, I think, of School Reunion. Yeah. Yeah. For me, there seemed to be kind of an ick factor to the whole way it was done, because at the end of the episode, the doctor pushes Yaz away because she had to go off and regenerate. And it I think that is that new adventure angst again that you can't have a good experience with the doctor. It always is going to end tragically.
0: Yeah, it's yes, it's 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 as you pointed out, it reduces the companions to people who who are just uh, only damaged or yeah. holding a grudge. Yeah, exactly. And all they have in their lives is their forty-year resentment of the doctor. You know, which is sad. It's yeah. not. It's not a good thing. It's not a funny thing. In, in, in the end, it's a sad thing because you know we know. These people look a lot older than when we last mm-hmm. were seeing them on this show. And to see that they are still, you know, traumatized in some way or embittered by their experience makes their experience, some way, a bad experience. Which, yeah. I'm one of the, I mean, I think one of the great things that RTD brought back to New Who is that traveling with the doctor is awesome, it's not crap.
1: RTD set the modern template where why would you ever leave the doctor? You're True. forced to did. Yes. leave because yeah. you're yeah. sucked into a parallel universe. So, so it's like RTD makes traveling with the doctor the best experience that the companions never want to leave. And then the follow-on showrunners swing the pendulum far in the other direction as a overcorrection. Moffat's companions get killed with Clara or Bill and then... With Chibnall, you're in an emotional wreck like Yaz because you have to leave the doctor and join a support group with all the 1980s companions who yeah, obviously hold some kind of a grudge.
0: Uh, I, yes, I agree, unfortunately. I think um, a more
1: positive approach is the time with the doctor leaves you a better person rather than wishing for more or holding a grudge that the doctor left at some yeah. point.
0: And it's a shame, as I said you know it, it turns these people into a you know i don't know um
1: well, effectively, it makes companions like Harry Sullivan, who decides, nope, my time is done to be right better off than a character like Yaz, who decided to stay with the doctor for right her tenure. Well, I mean,
0: do we want to look at the elephant? So should we finally come to the, the final elephant in the room, which is, which is return, of, return of David Tennant?
1: The Tennant? At the, at the,
0: <laughs> sure. At the end. Yeah, I mean, obviously, so, so I'll just give you my, my two cents uh, to, to start off with. Obviously, there's something going on because his clothes regenerate at the same time. And apart from, you know, when you're cloned to go in, inside your own brain, your clothes, you know, we, we've already established actually... Earlier in the whole, in the episode where the Master is wearing Jodie's clothes when he regenerates into Jodie, yeah. so there's something going on there. Basically, I know there's been a there seems to be a lot of irritation online that in some way you know the new Doctor that's been announced, uh, you know Shuity Gadwa is being kind of downplayed, and now it's you know Tenant's back. I don't agree. I would like to see him back. I hope they do something interesting with that rather than something dull and i am i just have him just be the doctor for three episodes and then get rid of him because it's rtd in charge i am very uh, i i am encouraged that it will be something good rather than something gestural and bad
1: yeah well uh, hopefully the gap year specials with uh, tenant aren't any indication of what this is going to be three and done uh mm-hmm. I think that Tennant wanted to come back. I think Tate also was agreeable. Um, I think RTD didn't want to launch a new doctor in uh, in right. the anniversary year for whatever reasons, whether they'd be political or uh, not political, whether it be uh, strategic, getting Gatwa's schedule freed up because he's a hot commodity or whatever it was. If I was doing it, I would have just tried to get a full season in next year with Gatwa but then again I don't know what his shooting schedule is like and I think RTD is really set on having um, having his hot actor be the doctor like he had with uh, David Tennant before him okay. I think I guess deep down if I was going to do it I probably would have done McGann I would have had a, a retro throwback series uh, set for McGann I think the danger is now that you have Tennant coming in right after Whitaker, you could have uh, a certain continuity, a certain segment of fandom that just as he raises the Moffat and Chibno era and go from the end of time to the next <laughs> the <laughs> next David Tennant
0: series. Which would you be in favor of that or no? Or not? No, I no, no,
1: that. not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Personally, I don't think I would have had Tennant reprise the role as a regeneration. If he's going to reprise the role, I would do uh, throwback episodes. But the fact that RTD is having Tennant be the 14th Doctor, these stories have to be good. There has to be a really good reason why RTD decided to go this way. Other than just bringing back the delightful combination of uh,
0: tenant and tape. Oh yeah. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I think we all. I think we, we all need to be convinced. I mean, I said I'm. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I wonder whether whether it's got something to do with the whole Disney Plus thing. You know, whether some executive said, okay, this has got to be the way it's got to be. But then again, you know, you get. I mean, all the way through Doctor Who executives the bbc in most instances were like, okay you're going to have to do this now even though it doesn't make a lot of sense which is so again you know it's got form in terms of that kind of outside meddling um i'd be a lot more concerned about this if i didn't have a huge amount of faith in 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 rtd so you know obviously it seems weird to me that we have such a long time to wait yeah there's a year there's a year before we're going to find out what's going on which seems too long to me.
1: Yeah I would have liked Easter.
0: It should they should have worked really worked towards an Easter special. I've no idea what the comic strip in Doctor Who magazine something that's very dear to my heart is going to do because they the, you know they're going to switch back to tenant now um, or or they're going to keep Jody on for another year who knows. Hmm. maybe they'll put it on hiatus again. Well, they did. There they, they may be, but um, uh, it, it, it's been back now for uh, uh, almost a year, hasn't it? The strip? Hmm.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, and it's really a shadow of its former self, in my opinion, both the writing and the art. Um, I can probably see the current artist growing into someone who can work, but I'm afraid Jack Rayner's scripts are just not a patch on scott gray so i don't know anyway um we'll have to see what happens with that but i don't know i'm, I'm feeling optimistic i'm feeling optimistic but we'll, we will see we will see indeed yeah
1: my hope is that rtd will change his doctor who storytelling style from what he was doing in his first four years as showrunner uh that being uh having that fraught relationship between the companion and the doctor, uh, first love, then unrequited love, and then mates. I I think it works better when they're friends like Dr. Donna than uh, the relationship with Billy or Martha that the tenant doctor had. Uh, Also, I think RTD creates characters just to kill them, especially characters that he puts... A lot of uh, uh, audience identification, or makes audio or or has it, so the audience really likes that character, <laughs> and then winds up killing them. I'm I'm tired of that kind of storytelling from RTD. I would like it if he would do something different. I'm not terribly optimistic about that, and I'm not really sure why RTD is uh, returning to Doctor Who, other than he was well, other than he is a fan. And he and the BBC didn't see a natural successor to Chris Chibnall. And RTV just did not want the show to go off the air that he worked so hard to bring back. I think he's back because he didn't want to see Doctor Who go dark again.
0: Wow, so that's a pretty pessimistic outlook.
1: Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Sorry.
0: No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. I mean, that's yeah I, you, I, you, I' am I, so I, I am encouraged. I think that yeah, um, yeah. obviously the man loves the show mm-hmm. uh, you know he brought it back from death, basically yeah um, uh, so I don't think he would be as um, what's the word shallow isn't the wrong word, but as needy to say okay I'm, I'm going to do this because I don't want you to cancel it." i i i i mean i i mean right now because of the success of years and years um, and other properties he's been involved with i mean i think russell T. Davis can do what he wants and this is something he wants to do and i think you know he has he's always been career oriented he 's not someone who it seems to me has huge a huge, huge amount of, you know, of of sentimentality in that way uh you know he is way more successful than Chibnall, for instance, and I think he's a far better writer than than, than, than Moffat. So I, I'm not sure that that's, a, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe that's a, hmm, I don't know. Maybe that's a reason that he hasn't admitted to himself. But it's, if it, if he hasn't admitted it to himself, then it may not be a factor in the way that he writes. But I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I had not I, I literally hadn't thought of that as a factor, but um, I don't think so. Okay. I'm going to say I don't think so so there we go
1: oh okay you can counterbalance my uh, great pessimism <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah I don't know yeah well we'll see well as I said it's it's you know the, the... thankfully um, the show's got nothing to do with us right um, <laughs> so... <laughs> though I have to say I mean the, our, our traditional end of podcast rewrites mm. um, someone should get us on board as script editors, script editors for this show <laughs> they really should.
1: Yeah, we can uh, be reviled like Ian Levine's contributions to the show.
0: There you go, exactly. We'll be there. We'll be like a, a bifurcated Ian Levine. <laughs>
1: well, we already have that in the form of RTD. He knows the show's history in and out. And I wonder if he watched at all the time Moffat and Chibnall were showrunners, if he... Uh, is now going back to watch it, or if he watched it live on broadcast? I don't know. Right, the, right. Don't uh, know viewing habits yeah. of the great Doctor Who show runners.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he's, I mean, Russell seems to watch a lot of telly. Um, I don't know whether he, why whether he, whether he have time. Doesn't seem to have time for anything. How he has time for anything else? To be honest, because he does. Does seem to watch a lot of it. Um, but then he he also makes a lot of it, so who knows? Um I am there is a um I mean here's some just inside stuff. Um there is a uh, uh every um every year my college at Oxford they have a party to celebrate groups of people who have um left in any particular past year. Um and there is one in September um, this coming year, which encompasses both the year that I matriculated at Oxford and the same year that Russell T. Davis matriculated as well. So I am very, very hopeful that I might be going to a swanky party where Russell T. Davis will be there. So I, I'll just ask him.
1: Yeah, there you go. Just ask him for a job. Yeah. Get on the production team. I'll
0: I'll, <laughs> I'll just go straight up and say, Russell, I'm not going to be around the bush. I think you're great. Give me a job. Because I will say the the, the, the last Gordy I went to for my college, um, Alex Cox was there, who was at my college as well. So, okay, um, there is form of actual famous people turning up to these. So, anyway, that's my plan. These are Gordies, yeah. They're called Gordies. It's like a party, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, like um, the Dorothy Sayers novel. Yeah, like like um, like Lord Peter Whimsey and all that. Yep, yep, Gaudy
1: Knight. Yeah, exactly. Gordy
0: night. Yep, yeah. they're called Gordies. Yep. Yeah. So Russell G. Davis, he could be there. And then I will, basically, I will just get him to answer all of our questions. How about that?
1: It's good. It's good. You can get on the product team and get more classic Doctor Who action figures
0: made get in production the agador figure that we always oh, wanted just get on, <laughs> just get, i'll get on the toy team i just go, okay we're just gonna make all the figures i want all right yep um, just yep yeah it doesn't matter oh, my, myself my, i am your market i research. am your, i am your market research you need no other <laughs> um
1: start right in with the right kind of silurians get the keller machine get Muts. get draconians
0: alpha centurize <laughs> we're going to get an agador with real fur
1: her and his matching
0: Eldrads, a Rutan. Exactly, they, they could do those people in suits with like funny looking. Yeah, it's 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 all good. Don't ask me whether these will sell or not. I'm just telling you that they will.
1: If you make them, yeah. they will sell.
0: Yeah, they'll sell as well as anything, as well as anything else. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, that's my plan.
1: Uh, excellent. It can't but succeed.
0: <laughs> right? Uh, are we coming to a na- we're coming to a natural end at this point? Right.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. Thank you for listening to episode 215 of the Metabolist 2
0: podcast. I have
1: been forcibly regenerating into Ben.
0: And I am Russia's greatest love machine.
1: <laughs> I'm a cat
0: who really was gone.
1: Ra, ra, Ben. <laughs> That's me.
0: Um, it's, it's a, yeah. yeah. A, a listener, if you don't know, if you're, any of our American listeners, if our American listeners doesn't know Ben, yet, you've got to go and look them up. They're an amazing band. Anyway. Um, it's a good song. It's good song.